Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Welcome, welcome. How are you today, Colleen? I'm so good. We got Zane back again. I'm so excited. I want to pick his brain. I need him. <laughs> you gave me his number, which is the best thing in the entire world. I know. He's my top secret. He is. Yeah. He's your top secret. He's my it's- top secret weapon. He really is. Okay. So what do you do to help get like, and how much are you working for other uh, realtors? Because what he's doing is really getting things ready to go for other agents before we put it on the market. Yeah. Or if we're in a crunch right before close and something has to get done. Things have to be done. Yeah. Things have to be done on houses in order for them to sell. And so yeah, a lot of times they need somebody to do these things. So that's why we came up with the idea to have Zane do, start his own realtor focused handyman business. And he works for, he works for top agents that I work with. That's so nice. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, About two years. And what do you think? Do you enjoy it compared to the other crazy hard work that you were doing? You know, I, I do enjoy it. And it's, it's kind of fun because it's always something different. Every house has its own set of problems. And it's always a big hurry up, big deal to get it done because, you know, we're going to close like in two days. And I have a lot of fun doing it. And I don't know, it's, it's always something new. And a lot of times it's like, well, I've never had to fix that before. And so you got to figure it out. And, yeah. you know, and it it works out in the end, you know, and the only thing I've ever come across that I try to stay away from is like mold mitigation and stuff like that. Sure. Alicia, what kind of things do you recommend people do before they sell their house? Really? If you can get like a home inspection before and get rid of a lot of those little things that are checklists, there's a list of, I think, 10 things that come back on almost every inspection, Mm -hmm. like caulking, little things that really don't make a huge difference on the house, but people don't have the time to do it. Or like nail holes that are popping through, little things like that. Yeah, what are you seeing, Zane? Um, I see a lot of just like on all the trim outside, um, flaking paint. Same thing with the inside. People might go through and fix their nail holes, but then you got to paint over that. Mm-hmm. And something I tell any homeowners is if you uh, paint your house, keep the can, you know. Yeah, so, great so advice. You can, the paint so, can. So I can, even if the paint's no good anymore, so I can take that Home Depot or Lowe's or somebody and say, make this for me and and then I can go around and fix the house because otherwise it's a guessing game and you never get it right. And so you have all these little, you know, you turn the house into polka dots, you know, everywhere they hung a picture. Mm -hmm. And and another big thing that always comes up is gutter spouts. Yes, People take them off to mow and then they never put them back on. And, you know, and then the house is graded, you know, the landscaping's graded towards the house, you know, so you got to get that water away from the house. I would say that's one of the other biggest things that comes back on inspection. That's such an easy fix that you can take care of. Mm -hmm. And people get really nervous about it because the way the inspector sells it to the buyer is, oh, this is going to basically ruin your foundation, et cetera, et cetera, when you can be really in front of it. Right. And if you, you know, take the time to just fix some of that stuff, peeling paint, you know, nail pops and, and little things like that. If it looks like you care about your home, 
the inspector's going to see that, and he's not going to dig as hard either. I've seen that a lot. Right, the pride of ownership. An inspector's always going to find something, but they aren't going to dig as hard. You're right. When they when you can feel the pride of ownership at a home, there is just that more confidence that somebody is going to buy when you fix those little things. So what's the biggest project you've done? Have you done like a full kitchen remodel prior to putting a home on the market? I have, but just it's it was for us. Okay. Um, it was for a rental that we're we were going to sell. And, and so I remodeled the kitchen and the bathroom. So something that, cause he kept getting approached to do these really big projects. And I was kind of his business partner when it came to kind of communicating, he wanted to be, he wanted to make everybody happy. But at the same time, if he committed to a big project like that, he was going to have to say no to so many more people. And, you know, so it was like, no, you need to keep this stuff small because the money is actually in the smaller things and not so much in these long drawn out projects. He's just, he's a crew of one. So there's only so many things that he can do, but it's been awesome to see how many people aren't really capable or willing to do some very basic things. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like it's just, it's shocking how many people can't do basic things. And so it's been a really fun little business to put together that actually took off. And, you know, it got to the point that he had to start saying no to people because there's just, I mean, he's a crew of one and he didn't really want employees. I'm trying to talk him into getting some employees. Um, but so then we can expand it a little bit, but it's been kind of a little special thing we've been able to do together. It really is brilliant because you can find, well, at least what I'm seeing right now, is you can find someone who is willing to do that giant kitchen remodel. What you can't find is the handyman work. Yeah. You can't find it. Right. And it is still a skill. You still have to have all the right tools for every single little project. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really great that you're doing it. Yeah. How do you feel about paint? And how do you feel like, do you, do you think houses should be certain colors in order to, yes. to sell them? It's so it makes stupid. Such, I, it's so stupid. But people can't see past. We had a house under contract. Every single wall was a different color and it was yeah. a beautiful home in Elk Grove. It's a great neighborhood, but every single room was a different color. Yeah. And it's crazy that so many people couldn't see past that. Yeah. What yeah. color do you think is the right color to paint? <sighs> white. 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 You got to be white. white. I, it's going to be out though. Yeah. I mean, give it two more years. It's going to be out, but right now paint everything white. It's so frustrating as we are selling a house right now and, you know, we like the warm tones, the browns and the, you know, the earthy kind of tones and we have painted literally every house we've ever owned. And in order to prep this house for sale, you know, the advice that we were given was to paint the whole darn thing white. And it, like, it's not our thing at right. all. It's right. not our thing at all. Like, we don't like that, but we're, you know, we're the painters coming this week to, to come and start painting it and to replace all the carpet, even though we, you know, we originally thought that people would want to put in their own color of carpet. And even if you give it a carpet allowance, sometimes people can't see past that. Right. Right. So yeah. Zane, what's the biggest surprise you've seen with people selling their homes that they haven't fixed or that they haven't taken care of? That's tough. I don't know. Um, I guess I got uh, called in there's a whole punch list, a whole bunch of stuff to do that I could understand somebody not tackling. But there's a bunch of stuff like um, the outlet cover, one screw, <laughs> right. 79 cents. You can use a butter knife if you yeah. have to to get yeah. that in. And, you know. He has a $100 trip fee. Like, like he doesn't show up unless, I mean, it's $100 for him to show up. As it should be because it's so, your time. Yeah, it's your time. And I'm like, do not waver on that. But for one freaking screw. Yeah, one screw. That is like, hysterical. Like, why didn't the realtor do that? Like, I mean, that just blows my mind. Some of the things that are like, okay, like, I don't think that realtors should do everything because we've seen realtors literally do everything, done it, all. done it all. But it's like some of the smaller stuff and it would stall out closing. And right. Well, and then <laughs> when some people try to do some of that stuff and then you, and then I get called later on too, because it's wrong. You know, that's always the fun one. 
the on this one house the inspector came in and he said the hot um in the shower the hot's on the wrong side and the cold's on the wrong side and so they actually called the plumber and i won't say who it was and uh he came in and said yeah we got to cut a hole in the wall switch the water lines da 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 about 1400 bucks and i got called and i said and they they told me all this and i said well i don't know i'll do it for 200 <laughs> oh wow said, really i said yeah so i showed up turned the water off took the face plate off the shower valve took the cartridge out turned it around put it back in and that's all that needed to happen I was <laughs> that's in there all for, that needed to happen i was in there for 15 minutes 15 so you minutes. can find like a simple solution for what could be a crazy problem yeah right and what i thought was weird was the plumber didn't know that because well, Zane's standard. a licensed, he's a licensed plumber. So that's, that, I mean, that's been very helpful to have him be able to have those skills for sure. But, you know, what's super impressive to me is that anything that you didn't know, you were not afraid to YouTube, which YouTube out there, like I just watched him, you know, if there's something he's got to go do tomorrow, he doesn't really know how to do it. It's been a while. He's literally sitting there watching YouTube videos, teaching himself. And that's such a skill or such a tool that we have available to us that people won't do it. <laughs> right. Like, With all, a lot, all of our remodels, we did a lot of the work on the first few remodels. And that's what we did. We watched YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. But with you, we talk about like faking it till you make it, but you're not really faking it because you already have such a big set of skills. You maybe just needed like one little tweak here or there to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. A lot of times it was like, I knew how it worked, but I never dealt with that kind of window or mm -hmm. that kind of door or, you know, something like that yeah. or, or, you know, I've taken a million faucets apart and put them back together. But every once in a while, you'll get a weird one. It's like... From Italy? Yeah. Remember that? And yeah, I got... <laughs> I fixed this one faucet from an Italy company, and the the cartridge was bad. That's mm -hmm. all it was. That's all it was. But so I go to my supply house, ordered the cartridge. They didn't have one in the country. Yeah. Whoa. Took a month to get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Of and course, now it would take know, longer. Of course, it's a big sky house. <laughs> of course, of, of course. course it is. Yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about your background. I know we've talked that you were in mining. How did this all happen? Were you always just skilled or did you work in contract a contractor for a while? Well, when I grew up, my dad had a welding shop. And so right off the bat, I learned how to weld and build things and fabricate, you know. And uh and then from then um I got offered a job while I was still in high school to be an apprentice plumber. And so I took that and they, they said, well, when can you start? And I said, well, I graduate Sunday, I can start Monday. And so, you know, and just from plumbing, you know, you see the trades and you, you know, you're in so many houses that are getting built. So you get a good idea how it works. And then on top of it, the guy I plumbed with, we remodeled two or three buildings while I was working for him. Mm -hmm. And he'd pay me wages to help him remodel them. So we learned how, I mean, I learned how to do everything from top mm -hmm. to bottom, you know, mm -hmm. and, and then I took them same skills on our homes. Mm -hmm. And, and then I, yeah, I, I went and mined for quite a while. And then I started out um, in a construction field underground. And so, you know, that took things to a whole different level because it's more, I mean, uh, industrial construction. So, and I've done commercial construction. So once you've done enough of those things, I mean, even if you haven't run into it, you got a pretty good idea how everything works. So yeah. what, what can't you do? 
I mean, you're a rancher, like welding, all these amazing things. That's I've never so- seen anything he can't do. I was actually trying to get him to come sling loans. I'm, I'm really bad on a I was computer. thinking he would actually be a decent realtor. Like, I'm I know. not even kidding. You yeah. got that like slow, for he wouldn't certain, be salesy, it no. would just be natural. For a certain niche, yep. for sure, he would, he would be excellent at it. Landon Ranch. Hello. Landon Ranch. Yeah, yep. for sure. No, he, we're keeping him home and keeping him around. But Alicia, can you maybe like as a realtor, how valuable do you think it is to have a handyman that this does is incredible. this kind of stuff? This is, it's I like always a game hate changer. that term. Handyman seems doesn't I seem know, like it, enough. I totally agree. Yeah. But we don't have that. It's so hard to find mm-hmm. because our construction crews are so small right now and people are so desperate for work that they'll just take you off. It's consistent. You know, you're going to get a paycheck. But the fact that you have this and then you have the connection with Colleen that can connect you to realtors, yeah, it's a game changer. Yeah. It really is because that's all we need is this type of stuff done. And like you said, time is of the essence. Things have to get done in a certain time frame. And the fact that you can come in and get these things done where people really, they're losing those skills. We don't, yeah. it's really impressive what people can't do. Yeah. And they can't change light bulbs. Yeah. So for lenders listening, yeah. get yourself a husband get that yourself can help a realtors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They can help realtors, honestly. And, but you know, it's a relationship thing too. You know, it's like they can't work for everybody. So, you know, he's working for people that, you know, that are great to work with for me too. So, you know, it's, it, it just, you know, it continues to love on each other and continue to support each other and growing their business. I, so. I love it. Where do you want to go from here? Do you want to keep doing this for a while or do you want to get a little more of a crew? Oh, once I get our, our new place set up and everything, I'm going to put my shingle out again over at our, over in Carbon County. And so for Carbon County Realtors, we're coming for you. Yeah. Really? That would be so smart. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I enjoy doing it and it's, you know, it's an easy way to make some money. And if you enjoy doing it and you can make money doing it, that's what you should be doing. So Otherwise, I got a whole lot of tools that are just sitting around. Well, that's half the job, too. One thing with my remodels, I found out the hard way, you have to have the right tool. Yeah. And that's a big expense. I had somebody say, well, why do you charge so much? I said, well, I'm the only one that's going to come and do this Mm -hmm. this week. Yeah. And I opened up my trailer and I said, "Look look at this job trailer I have. And it's all set up and all organized. And I have... Almost, I can show up to a house and do just about any job that needs done. Yeah. Except for like excavation. Mm -hmm. And if I need to, I have equipment for that too, which I've used that on different jobs. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when you can show up, I mean, I might not always have the right part, but I always have the right tool. Yeah. That is so impressive. And I mean, that's worth every cent Mm -hmm. just to be able to get things done. Yeah. Well, thank you, Zane. I can't wait to use you some more. Although we should change his name for this so that other realtors don't just randomly find you and start calling you. So we're going to call him Zach. (laughs) Thank you, Zach Wood. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.